1: pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk. I'm Alcina Lloyd and this is the Daily Download. Today, Housing Mars digital team will discuss a survey that indicates the nation's economists now believe America's likely to experience a double dip recession. The Mortgage Bankers Association's weekly forbearance and call volume survey that shows the rate has fallen once again and a letter addressed to Congress from a broad coalition of housing organizations that encourages protections for renters and property owners. But before we listen, here's a
0: Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Howley that indicates the nation's economists now predict America is likely to experience a double-dip recession. According to a survey released on Monday from the National Association for Business Economics, almost 80% of economists now say there's at least a one-in-four chance of a double-dip recession following a record 32.9% plunge in GDP in the second quarter. The survey, which summarized the opinions of 230 35 members and was conducted between late July and early August, claims about 40% of respondents rate the COVID-19 response from Congress as, quote, insufficient, while 37% believe it's adequate. Furthermore, when asked about the record level of federal debt, which now stands at $23.2 trillion, 56% of economists said budget deficits should not be a concern during a recession, and 13% said they were not worried about debt in a low-interest rate environment. About 51% Supported enacting structural policies to support stronger economic growth. 22% wanted greater spending restraint while 19% would increase tax revenues. In reference to the survey's findings, NABE President Constance Hunter, who is KPMG's chief economist, said the panel is split in its view on Congress's fiscal response to the recession as nearly three out of four panelists believe the optimal size for the next fiscal package to be $1 trillion or greater compared to 17% who favor a smaller package. Notably, the Senate adjourned on August 10th without coming up with its version of the COVID-19 relief package passed by the House of Representatives in May, and it isn't scheduled to be back in session until September 7th.
1: And our next story comes from Kathleen Howley as well, and covers the Mortgage Bankers Association's weekly forbearance and call volume survey. According to the survey, the UN's forbearance rate declined for the second consecutive week, falling to the lowest level since mid-April. The NBA indicates the share of mortgages with agreements to suspend payments fell to 7.2% from 7.21% the week prior. The forbearance rate for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans dropped one basis point to 4.93%, while the rate for Jenny Mae loans that include loans backed by the Federal Housing Administration was flat at 9.54%. Holly says this week's overall decline comes after the $600 a week beefed up unemployment benefits that were a part of the CARES Act expired on July 31st. She says while President Donald Trump signed a directive on August 8th that would pay $400 a week if states kicked a quarter of that amount, it's now been changed to $300 a week and only a handful of states have signed up. Notably, the number of Americans filing initial claims for jobless benefits rose above one million during the week ending on August 15th, increasing for the first time since late July as the COVID-19 pandemic fueled more layoffs. This could be why the NBA reports calls from mortgage borrowers to the servicers handling their home loans have risen for four consecutive weeks and exits from forbearance plans have slowed. Our last story comes from Alex Roja
0: and covers a letter sent to congressional leaders from a coalition of 31 housing organizations and industry trade associations that urges them to create protections for renters and property owners. According to Roja, the letter which was sent to Congress, as well as the Department of Housing and Urban Development, The Department of Treasury and the National Economic Council urges the administration to immediately restart negotiating a compromise on stimulus regulation and renter assistance that, quote, keeps people in their homes. The letter sent on Friday cited recent U.S. Census Bureau data that indicates approximately 21% of renter households were behind on their rent payment. Roja says, with the looming expiration of unemployment benefits enacted under the CARES Act, the coalition estimates the percentages of households who fall behind on their rent and face eviction will increase. In the letter addressed to Congress, the Mortgage Bankers Association, National Housing Conference, National Association of Realtors, and the National Association of Home Builders, who were just a few among many, issued the following statement. "...renters impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic already owe an estimated $25 billion in back rent and could owe up to $70 billion by the end of the year." Without federal rental assistance, these debts will be unsustainable and financially ruinous for renter households across the nation. Failure to act will put tens of millions of renters at risk of being evicted, undermining the stability of our rental housing system and needlessly prolonging the nation's ability to fully recover from the economic damage that has been wrought by this pandemic. Notably, in early May, 27 of the 31 members listed on Friday's letter signed a similar letter to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy in support of the $100 billion rental
2: assistance proposed by the HEROES Act. Thanks for listening to the Daily Download today. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on the news of the day as we continue to share the hottest topics in the industry every weekday. Lastly, we just launched the August Housing Wire magazine that features a complete redesign in all new sections. And if you sign up now, you can help us give back to the NBA's Open Doors Foundation since we're donating $5 for everyone who posts a photo of them with the August magazine issue, tags us, and uses the hashtag back 2020 And yes, you can take a digital picture of the issue as well as a selfie. So with that, it's a wrap on today's episode of The Daily Download and catch everyone here again.